Back to the Frontier Freedom Hour with Jeff Hunt, sponsored by Centennial Institute at Colorado Christian University. Here's Jeff Hunt. Friends, great to be with you on the ballot this fall. Proposition HH It's going to ask you to please, please reduce your own property taxes and rates and give this money to those that need it. And you heartless conservatives are considering a no vote. How dare you? We're talking all about Proposition HH on the show. If you missed any of it, uh, whole details, great analysis. We have Ben Murray in the office today. Ben Murray serves as the director of the Independence Institute's Fiscal Policy Center. Brilliant. You have to follow him on social media. He's doing videos about Proposition HH. This is it. This is the big guy on your ballot. You need to know it, and you need to be talking to your friends and your neighbors about it because if this passes... There's going to be a lot of problems in the state of Colorado. You thought your property tax increase was a problem. This is going to continue that trajectory, so you got to stop it. It's a hard no on Proposition HH. All right, Ben. Property taxes have gone up, and you heartless conservatives are stopping this effort to address the property tax rate issues. Shall the state reduce property taxes for homes and businesses? And the Independence Institute is saying no to this. What has gone wrong and why would you not support this? Obviously, out of the idea that maybe we shouldn't be supporting things that leftist causes are supporting anyways. There might be something in there hidden. But why wouldn't you support this and help the people of Colorado, Ben? Yeah, you know, we talked about Proposition HH is a tax increase and it takes your Tabor refunds. But, you know, you could argue that it provides a modicum of property tax relief, right? So so why not support that? This gets a little bit into the politics, but when we when voters repealed Gallagher, we were promised a better deal. We were promised that they would replace it. And what I'm saying is Proposition HH is not a better deal, right? For Douglas County residents, you're going to give up your Tabor refund forever. And in exchange, you get a 39% increase in your property taxes instead of 43%. Here's the thing. If voters adopt HH because they're so desperate that they say, you know what? Yeah, but I'd rather have a 49, 39% increase than a 43% increase. And I'll just give up my Tabor refund. Well, number one, it's a net tax increase. So understand that, right? On net, your taxes will be going up. And by the way, the longer HH stays in place, the more your tax your taxes will go up on net, right? Most of the benefits are front loaded, right? Whereas it gets worse and worse for you, the longer it stays in place. And you'll hear... Well, this expires after 10 years. Well, no, at 10 years, the legislature is allowed to extend this indefinitely, forever, without additional voter approval. Okay? And because Proposition HH permits the state to keep exponentially more of your money the longer out it stays in place, this gets worse and worse for you, right? Now, what I'm saying is taxpayers for a better deal. In fact, the issue committee that's been formed to fight this is called Taxpayers for a Better Deal. Why? They put this on the ballot, and they're saying this is the, this is the replacement for, for Gallagher. This is the property tax reform. If voters approve it because they're, that, they're so desperate, and I understand why they would be desperate. This crisis that our politicians caused is painful. But if voters then adopt this, the politicians will say, well, we did our job. We gave you the property tax reform, and, and voters approved it. And you'll never never get real property tax reform. Let me explain what HH does. Yes, it slightly reduces the trajectory of the increase in property taxes, just so slightly. But after that first year, when you slightly reduce the trajectory of the increase, property taxes in the future 
will just continue to rise at the same pace that they would have if we hadn't had Proposition HH, right? And the reason why is because it just fixes the assessment rate slightly lower. So HH reduces the assessment rate from 6.765% to 6.7%. is the reduction. Okay, but then it just fixes the rate just 0.065% lower. What did we talk about in the first part, the first segment of the show? We said if the rate is fixed, right, and it's not mm-hmm. being forced down as values go up, then that means that property tax bills will just rise at the same rate that your home value rises, which means they just give you a tiny 0.065% reduction in the rate once, but then in the future, there's nothing in HH that prevents your property tax bill from going up 40% in some future year when we have another bull market in housing. Wow. Wow. We'll never get a better deal. We'll never get real property tax reform if HH passes because the politicians will say, oh, voters adopted our reform proposal. They're happy now. Have conservatives put together a plan yet? Have they Have they really tried to? I mean, we were all against this rejection of Gallagher change that happened in 2020 and it got passed anyway. So now we're stuck with this problem, right, of property taxes going up. So what's the conservative response? Yeah, and so there was legislation by Representative Lisa Frizzell, who's a Republican, that said, look, we've had three years to replace Gallagher and we haven't done it. So why don't we just pause assessments for this assessment period, which is two years, and then we'll, that'll buy us two years to figure this out and come up with long-term reform. Unfortunately, the Democrat majority killed that in committee, so it didn't go anywhere. <laughs> um, and then they, a few weeks later, they dropped Proposition HH as a sort of extortion scheme. You know, yeah. adopt our measure or, or, you know, or you're going to have this huge tax, tax increase. Well, it turns out you're going to have this huge tax increase anyways. What, what are the arguments you're going to hear from the other side? Um, what, are, what, are the, what is the so, yes on HH going to be telling the voters of Colorado? Yeah, so, so the one thing that's, that you're going to notice very quickly because it's in the ballot question, is that this provides property tax relief for seniors. This this expands property tax relief for seniors. And they're giving seniors the impression that they're extend, expanding their senior homestead exemption, right? So, so right now, seniors can get a $100,000 homestead exemption. And they're saying, well, that'll go up to $140,000. Here's the thing is what this measure does. So it does reduce the, the rate by that 0.065%, but it also gives a $40,000 exemption to all homeowners, okay? Which is less meaningful to you the, the more your home is worth, right? They did that on purpose because they wanted it to be less beneficial to people who have more valuable homes, right? So it's kind of a, a progressive, if you will, tax measure. Um, but th- that's in the weeds. But the point is, is you give this tiny, tiny little exemption, $40,000, which is like nothing. But they gave that $40,000 exemption that they're giving to everybody. They also gave it to seniors. And they're saying that's that's the expansion in the senior tax relief. <laughs> now, they put that in the ballot measure because they're baiting seniors. Yeah, seniors aren't right. getting special tax relief from this. In fact, now, another piece of this also is they're making the senior homestead exemption portable. I would say that's the only good thing about Proposition HH is that it would make the senior exemption portable. That should have been done a long time ago. And you know what? Every year, Republicans introduce legislation to expand the senior homestead exemption and make it portable. They've done it for years and years in a row, and every single year, Democrats kill it in committee. What does it mean that it's portable? It, it means, so right now, if, if seniors, you have to be in your home for, have been in your home for 10 years and be over a certain age to get the exemption. Okay. But if you move, then you haven't been in your home for 10 years, 10 and you lose, years. Your, you lose oh, okay. your exemption. Gotcha. So you can make it portable. You can make it portable. Republicans have been trying to do this for years. Why did Democrats kill it when Republicans tried to do it? Because Republicans were doing, doing it with no strings attached. They were just yeah. giving it to seniors. And- and if you just give if you just give seniors their portability and their and their expansion in the exemption if you just give it to them for nothing then you can't extort them 
You see, you can't you you can't hold it over their head and use it right. as leverage to get right. them to give up their not only their refunds, but to give up Tabor for their kids and grandkids. See, that's what Democrats want. They want to use senior like like they always do. Politics. Right. I think seniors are sick and tired right. of being pawns, being used by politicians. That's what's happening with HH. And not just seniors. I mean, when you look at all this stuff that they put in there, it's constant. It's like what we've had to deal with the marijuana taxes, where it's like, oh, it's going to schools. It's like not going to schools. It's going to little lipstick projects like, oh, we repainted the fire alarms. Um, and, and yet they run out there with these, you know, efforts and, and people buy into it. Well, and this is complicated stuff. I will tell you, Ben Murray, Independence Institute, I'm always shocked at how, honestly, smarter liberals are at the use of government than conservatives are. I mean, when you think of the scheme over multiple years to put this together and then targeting specific audiences, knowing that you're going to appeal to them, and then we're just like, yeah, we don't believe in late-term abortion. You know, it's like we just put it right out there, and the scheming, the planning, they're they're just smarter. They're very cunning. Yes, you know, I want to talk about one more group because it's a big yep. group, renters. So what they're trying to, let's just give the proponents of HH the benefit of the doubt and say, okay, they're basically presenting you with the option. You know, get a little bit of property tax relief up front, right? But over the long term, pay far more in taxes by losing your table refunds by increasing state taxes. Do you want this trade-off? Here, here, you can have this trade-off if you want it. Let's just say that that's basically what you're being asked, right? Huge tax increase over the long term, but you get a little bit smaller property tax increase up front. What about renters? They're just giving up billions of dollars from their Tabor refunds Tax for refunds. nothing in exchange. Right. Now, what they'll say, they, so they passed the companion bill, 1311, House Bill 1311, that says, well, in the first year, if HH passes, then, and they did this retroactively, they did this after the fact. They said in the first year, if HH passes, then refunds will be distributed evenly, right? Which means lower earners will actually get more because you know right. it's not the being done proportionally right. exactly right. so for, that means for your so the way it works is you don't lose your taper refund immediately remember how I said it's an exponential increase in how much you lose yeah. so in year one year two you don't lose your full refund yet it takes a few years so in that first year when you still get a refund just a smaller one they say okay that first year we'll redistribute refunds evenly so that way when I go around and tell people the truth about HH and I say look you're going to lose your refunds they'll say their response the, the people who are supporting HH their response is well that's not true not only do you not lose it if you're a renter you know, if you're a lower earner, which is mostly renters, you're going to get a bigger refund. Well, yeah, you'll get a slightly bigger refund in year one because of this companion bill they passed before you give up your table refund forever in exchange for nothing because you're not a property owner. So you're not getting property tax relief. <laughs> wow. See, they're baiting, they're even baiting they're renters. They're renters. Yeah. And there's a good report out. If you go to commonsenseinstituteco.org, you can get into, I mean, they get into how renters are going to be affected by this. They've done a really big report proposition hh the taxpayer dilemma and go to uh, the reject hh website reject hh.com you we're can also, see all the coalitions there go jeff ahead, we're then. also going to launch hh sucks.com because <laughs> we, we like the url so uh i think that'll be i think that'll be up um i have to talk with my team but i'm pretty sure hh sucks.com is up now ben you guys at independence are are doing more work on on fiscal policy than just about anybody else i know how can people follow you on twitter yeah, Ben A. Murray, and it's M-U-R-R-E-Y, Ben A. Murray on Twitter. And go to our YouTube channel, IITV on YouTube. A whole lot of resources there. Fight back, you wonderful Coloradans. You've been listening to the Frontier Freedom Hour. It's been an honor to be with you. We'll be back next week. God bless you, and yeehaw. Yeehaw.